Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, Mike Rabel got fired yesterday by the Tennessee Titans. Former Texans defensive coordinator, uh, former New England Patriots Super Bowl champ. I think the championships still count even though his rings got stolen. If you if if someone recovered the rings. He did? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you think that yeah, that'd be awesome if you couldn't if you can't keep from getting your purse snatched in West U, right. then yeah. Right. Yeah. You're no so. longer and even more so, whoever stole them now is a member of the two thousand one, two thousand three, and two thousand four Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> if you like showed up at the reunions and everything, <laughs> showed up at the them. Ring of Honor induction ceremony, just on. like I'm the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I've got him here. That's right. <laughs> I wonder if there was a chance. I, I, I I'll tell you what. Um, whenever somebody gets stolen, whenever something like that gets stolen, you got to be like quadruple sure that you didn't just hide them somewhere or misplace them yeah. or something because that's embarrassing. Yeah. But I believe he did recover them. At I think some he point. did too. Yeah. I think he did too. So Vrabel gets fired yesterday by Amy Adams Strunk. I had forgotten about this. I hadn't, well, I hadn't forgotten about it, but I hadn't made the connection in this case. Um, Bobby Slowick has already had Carolina and Washington ask the Texans permission to speak to him. It's a virtual lock that Tennessee is going to ask permission to speak to him because Rand Carthen the GM for the Titans, who just won a power struggle with Mike Vrabel, was in Cincinnati, or not Cincinnati, San Francisco, for several years, overlapping with Bobby Slowick. They know each other. They've got history in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch out there, Seth. I am, I'm not overly concerned about Slowick leaving after one year, but I'm more concerned about Slowick leaving after one year than I was before. Right. Well, I think especially when... Like, obviously, I don't know if there even was a power struggle per se. Uh, Like, conventionally, I think people get images in their minds of these guys, you know, conniving behind each other's backs or arguing and yelling, uh, you know, at the draft or whatever. I think sometimes, like, perhaps things just aren't quite the fit. Or maybe um, Amy Adams Strunk just was growing uncomfortable with Mike Rabel for whatever reason. Uh, Like, I would presumably she trusts Rand Carthon um, and his opinion. And with... With Slowick, I could see where he's got to overcome in some degree the fact that he just looks like a kid. I, you know, like like it's it's easy to it's it's achievable. Except that I think the first impression is like, wow, the guy looks like a kid. He's way older than you expect he is. But kind of like with Kyle Shanahan and Matt Lafleur and some of those guys, um, they look they look younger than they actually are. 
Because they don't smoke and drink whiskey the way coaches used to. I know, to. I know. They exercise. And so stupid. Meditate. Yeah. yeah so I think that Rand Carthon, in probably knowing Bobby Sloak's personality and maybe being able to vouch for him that, you know, like he's he, he's got the right persona and everything, it's probably probably a huge leg up that Bobby has compared to other places, having only been a coach for one year. Yeah. So, you know, owners haven't had a, a long time. And because there wasn't any – because the Texans weren't on primetime until the very end of the game, there really was no TV coverage to where that seed can start planting itself in an owner's brain. Yeah. And that might sound like, I know you might be thinking like, ah, these are billionaires making decisions uh, you know, d- d- with data and statistics. Ah! It's like anything else in life. You plant the seed, it, it rumbles around in the brain for a while, and certain candidates have more legitimacy in the minds of, of the owners because they've seen them, they've seen their faces, they've seen their names, they've heard them talked about more, yeah. longer and, and, and for more frequently. Look around at the aggregate of the owners in the NFL, and look, like I, there's many examples of them trying to embrace math but not coming off in the of upper quartile of winners <laughs> were in the top quartile of that upper quartile okay i feel a little bit might be that might not be the best time for a jim or say oh yeah know? that's right he had, oh, yeah, yeah he's sick that's yeah, right so. he's sick um thanks for making me gee, feel like a jerk thanks for pointing out that it was you that called for the drop <laughs> uh okay one one conspiracy theorist multiple actually this morning but the latest one one of our listeners uh said this do you think Vrabel was fired for helping the Texans be division champs? Oh! Somebody else says, what oh. if this firing is because he won their last win, helped the Texans into the playoffs? How much hate from Titans ownership is Dude, towards the that's, Texans? It's a fun conspiracy theory to think about. Like, we had someone call the post-game show after the, the Texans beat the Colts, and they're like, nope, there's no way that they're winning the division, though. There's no way that Amy Adams Strunk lets the team go out and win against Jacksonville because that would give the Texans the division championship. I'm like... And this person was serious too. Like yeah. uh, you know, like I know this. I don't know this person on the text page. I think this person's joking on the text page, but it is kind of silly sometimes when people come up with these things. Like, yeah, this is why a whole NFL team is going to throw a game. I think that yeah, <laughs> so stupid. I'm glad. Honestly, the era of tanking is kind of the the pinnacle was after the Astros had had success with it in all of sports. I think there's everything's starting to even out. We're now in like the, even the super analytical types are starting to think like, okay, there's some kind of institutional harm done when you tank. And also now, because teams will, they'll push the envelope a little bit more. Like the outright tank, it's, it's harder to pull off. So like people are wondering whether it's worth it. And then especially in football, like there's just so many things that make it different than the other sports, including the fact that when you tank intentionally, the good players you do have are actually getting physically bludgeoned more often. Yeah. Like, because, because you're on a really bad team. And I do think the culture does matter, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I highly doubt that, I highly, highly doubt that Vrabel was fired because they won that game. I do too. And I would also say about that, Seth, is that, um, it, I feel like in football, just the quarterback thing is just such a crapshoot. Like you're gonna yeah. you're gonna you're gonna undergo all this systemic damage inside your building to lose a bunch of games to then wind up with the first pick in the draft to get Baker Mayfield or to get or to get Bryce Young or to get Bryce Young or right. or to you get know, or 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 maybe even worse like Joe Burrow is the like is the offshoot like he's the outlier yeah. like he was great I'm just talking about the last several years Bryce Young obviously or like Kyler Murray and Trevor Lawrence who might be more damaging than a, a flat out bust. 
which are guys right. who are when, like once you give them that money, yeah, they're yeah. in the meaty part of the curve where you feel compelled to pay them because you use the first overall pick on them. Well, I'll tell you another thing though too. That's why, and that's why. The number one pick, I, I do think, and I, I think Casario would agree with me on this because Casario is very much just a like a he looks at things like a probability cloud, like you know where where's the electron? I don't know. Um, it, like, that number one overall pick, there's a reason it's hard to trade out of it because nobody wants that pressure of the number one overall pick. Yeah. That's that's what gets you fired. You use that. I want to trade up to a number one overall, and if it ends up being clowny, I'm on my ass. You know, like it's one. Now, if you if you have the number one overall and that's who you take, then so be it. But it's just yeah, the the difference between number one, number two, number three, it's just different. And, and in any given year, it's just a complete crapshoot. Yeah, you know, we know that. I mean, the Texans. The Texans had the bad luck of twice having the number one overall pick in a year where there really weren't any good quarterbacks yep. um, or prospects or anything. Yep. And, and then the last time, the, well, the, the time that they had the number two overall pick, uh, it may have worked out just smashingly for them. Swimmingly when they didn't get the number so far. One overall, yeah, know? absolutely. Absolutely. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, here was Nick Casario yesterday. On uh, We asked him about Bobby Slowick. Again, two requests for interviews so far, Carolina and Washington, that we've seen. I would expect Tennessee, maybe others, are going to. Asked for an interview. Here was Nick Casario on his year so far working with Bobby Slowick. Yeah, this time of year, I mean, there's a process that the league has in place. So, you know, we'll certainly comply with those, you know, parameters and rules and regulations. I would say specific, you know, to Bobby, you know, Bobby's done an unbelievable job for uh, for the organization this season. You know, we'll support him in any way possible. There's obviously a lot of dominoes that are going to fall relative to this whole, I would say, process. So we'll take it one day at a time. But, you know, we've put together, D'Amico's put together, you know, a really good coaching staff, which is you know, the reason we're in a position position that we're in so we'll look at you know our options if we get to that point but certainly grateful and thankful for the job that Bobby has done for us here this season the goal is to try to keep as many good coaches and people mm-hmm. and players in the building for as long as possible so we'll work through the process whatever that entails and 
you always have to have sort of contingency plans in place. You know, you're trying to balance multiple things right now. I think the focus more than anything is on the players and getting ready for the Cleveland Browns, which is certainly a, a significant task ahead of us. And if there's other things that we have to deal with at some point, then we'll handle them in due time. But, you know, Bobby's done a great job. Um, you know, you guys have talked to Bobby or, they, you know, he's talked to the media, you know, once a week here. And, you know, I'm sure Bobby will tell you that he's grown and he's learned a lot. And we're fortunate to have him here. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can continue to work with him uh, moving forward the uh, what do you think the most what's the juiciest quote you would get from somebody um about something like this like where they actually give some emotion to it? like i anticipate a lot of bland answers about bobby slowick and you know if he goes to interview or what have you like nobody's gonna get up there and be like oh man i gotta tell you honestly we're screwed without him uh but like it's not like it's not like all offensive coordinators are created equal, even though they're just in this scheme, and 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 it's as simple as that. You know, we've seen like Matt Lafleur has had ups and downs in terms of like okay, just how easy is it to transplant this scheme when you don't have an Aaron Rodgers, and now it's like his his arrow is starting to point up. Kevin Stefanski running a Kubiak style system, um, it it wasn't so easy until he found the right quarterback. Obviously, well. The right four quarterbacks, I don't know. Um, I think with with Bobby Slowick, the most likely scenario, hopefully, is that if he does get an offer, he doesn't necessarily feel it's the right situation or he's not ready for it, and he also gets a little bit of a pay bump at the same yeah, time. Yeah, 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 like, with know? the Texans. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think what, if Bobby, what if Bobby gets up at the podium today and says, listen, everybody, I got to get paid, man. I got kids. <laughs> that, would gotta- <laughs> be, that would answer your original question. That would yeah. be juicy if he did that. That would, that would be juicy. I think, if, I think if there was some mention by somebody, if it were Nick in that quote or somebody else, of just how simpatico C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick are. That would be the thing that would start to concern me. Like, wow, like these guys are really um, a great duo. You know, like they are they, – there's yeah. great chemistry. I, mean, I think there is great chemistry with these two. Now, I think there's great chemistry with C.J. Stroud and Gerard Johnson as the quarterback's coach. I think there's great chemistry with C.J. Stroud and Case Keenum as the kind of sort of de facto third quarterback coach in the room kind of thing. Um my overall point is I think C.J. Stroud is a pretty easy individual to build chemistry with, so yeah. I wouldn't think, like, oh, Bobby Slowick's leaving. That's Boy, he's the only one that could tame this a-hole, C.J. Stroud. Like, you know, C.J. is, like, one of the sharpest dudes you're going to meet. But I think that would probably made it a little spicier if there was some mention of the relationship there between those two. I remember um, <laughs> Mike London, who was a defensive line coach for one year when we were 2-14. and 14. He would go on to be the University of Virginia coach for a long, long time. But I loved him. He was a great guy. He had one year in the NFL, and it was like – it was a miserable year. We were 2-14. and 14. Everybody got fired at the end of the year. And I remember talking to him about – you know, I, he was a guy that they were considering keeping on through the – you know, if Kubiak came in. And, and Mike was talking to uh, Mr. McNair, and Mr. McNair – they were talking about money, you know, and Mike was basically saying, like, he'd, he'd probably need a pay raise if, uh, you know, if he were to continue. And Mr. McNair said something, which is a good thing to say and good advice. was like, you know, when I was younger, I always tried to look at it as, you know, what's the opportunity more so than what's the paycheck? <laughs> I remember, I don't know if London said he said this out loud or if it's what are you thinking. But he was like, man, I'm sitting here in Dockers. Like, I just want to get out of these Dockers. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
That's great. <laughs> and then he, I think he might. Did he jump right into the Virginia coach? I don't know what the timeline was know. for London. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. I don't Sean, remember. how do you not have the University of Virginia? How do I not have Mike London's career in history right in front now. of me? I know. Not in the London, the UVA head coach. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you on a, uh, on a Wednesday. Um, I just thought of something, too, with Bobby Sloak and the Titans that I want to touch on, but I'll do it in the next segment. He's not taking that job. I just figured out why. Like, he's definitely not taking oh, okay, the Titans good, job. Good. I figured that out. Also, I want to go back and check my three tiny little signs of progress that I laid out before the season. If the Texans did these things, I would be happy. How did D'Amico Ryans do with my three tiny little signs of progress? That is next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 